This is an energy sport podcast. Insightful, in-depth and entertaining sports content from Napier to you. This is an energy sport podcast covering the British and Irish Lions Tour of South Africa 2021. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Lions podcast on energy sport. We left you with a preview for the Lions versus the Sharks and wouldn't you know, thanks to chaos with the Bulls, whoever's running this farmyard needs a kick up the backside, we've had two Lions versus Sharks games which makes it for the first time since 1910 that the Lions have played back-to-back games against the same non-test opponent since they faced Border in 1910. That's a long, long, that's 111 years, which is almost the the amount of time it's going to take England to win a World Cup. So, there was an outbreak of Covid in the Lions Cup, in the Lions Cup camp, rather, which meant that lineups had to change, and there's been a few notable absences from the Lions squad and bench since then, hasn't there? Yeah, there has. Obviously, coronavirus can't be taken lightly, and there had to be a whole reshift of the lineup for the game that we previewed. So, just to update you on the actual lineup of the first Sharks game. Uh, Josh Adams was a makeshift 15, Rizam at 14, Elliot Daly got a, into outside sender, Bandiaki at 12, Van der Merver staved at 11, Owen Farrell finally got a look in at number 10 and he played a fantastic game, Ali Price played at 9, Vanapola, Cowan Dickey, Fagerson at 3, Henderson, Beard, Navidi, Curry, Sam Simmons, so that's uh, quite a notable changes from the original game that we previewed. It was, and I'm afraid to say the predictions that we had from the gentleman were, Stephen, you thought the Lions were going to win 42-7. to Struan, you thought the Lions were going to win 35-21. to So who gets closer on this occasion? Well, it's Stephen again. He's only 12 out. He got the Sharks score bang on. Congratulations. Thank you keeping, very much. Keeping keeping up the run of winning the predictions battle, this tournament. So, we had the we had the first match with the Lions and the Sharks, and I think it's fair to say that the Sharks were absolutely flattened in the first game. But certainly they seemed to learn their lessons very well in the second game. As at one point they there was they were drawing at half time, were they not? Yeah, I mean, definitely, if you look at the first game, uh, the final score came to 54-7 to for the Lions. I mean, you compare that to the 31-71 in the second game, they definitely um, learned a lot of lessons and really took their chances because the British and Irish Lions in the second game made some fundamental errors in the first game. But I think what saved them was probably that red card for the Sharks player, Jaden Hendricks Hendriski, uh, who got a, <laughs> yeah, who got a red card. So I think that really was a get, bit of a get out of free jail card. It was. He certainly seemed to be one of the most dangerous players on the pitch at some points during the first half. There. Yeah, he he had a really good game actually. It was um, it was quite a shame to see him get off as uh, 
Nigel Owens was com- Nigel Owens was commentating, and he said it was just dirty rugby, which it was. Um, there was no really n- not much need for him for what he did. Uh, sort of shoulder barge to, or, sorry, elbow in the face to Liam Williams. There was no need for it, and it's uh, not nice to see. So that was a quite a shame for him because he played a good game. Uh, another player who had a very good game is Chris Harris. He certainly seems to be making a claim for that number twelve jersey. Yeah, yeah. Chris Harris had a fantastic game. Um, you know, uh, he had his first try off of a fantastic run by Duhan van Merva. And, you know, if it's going to be 12 or 13, it's up in the air right now. But uh, he really looks potentially that he could get a test start. Uh, Robbie Henshaw, uh, unfortunately for him, he hasn't had a lot of game time due to the rejigging of the squads. And when he has played, it's been uh, so-so. So it's it's hard to see what Warren Gatlin's going to do so close to the Test Series. Well, Chris good. Harris is in the lineup as well, isn't he, for the game against South Africa? Yeah, he's yeah. he's up. I think he's set to play 13 at the moment. He's set to play 13 at the minute against South Africa A. So, Stephen, take it. What, what does Chris Harris do that Robbie Henshaw is falling short upon? Uh... D- well, you know, it's good to say that Robbie Henshaw is, is a phenomenal rugby player, you know. He's played for the Lions. This is his second tour. No disrespect to him. I think Chris Harris uh, just is on form. It's simple as that. He's not just on form in the midfield for his defence. He's also on form for his attacking ability as well. And we've seen a lot of skills from him that we haven't really seen for Robbie Henshaw. You know, Warren... Gatland has been known for his big calls, changes, preferring players who are on form to rather players who uh, who have sort of experience. We saw that in the 2017 Lions Tour of New Zealand when Liam Williams got picked over halfpenny at 15. Uh, and... There's a lots of calls due to coronavirus making an impact on this tour that Warren Gatlin won't have to make in the next few weeks due to players not being able to play because of coronavirus. We were discussing just before we started recording the squad that the Lions are going to face on tomorrow at this time of recording, I believe. Stephen, you were saying that it's very much just a South Africa lineup. It's very much just a proper <coughs> South Africa squad. So, a good insight into what the Lions could be expecting in the test, perhaps. Absolutely. Um, looking at that South African team, you know, there's World Cup winners, uh, Faf de Klerk, Ibanez, Willie Roo, Damien Dillalande, were all players who were part of that 2019 World Cup win. But interestingly, uh, the South Africans have actually named Mornay Stain in for number 10 starting. Uh, we all obviously remember the 2009 tour where Mornay Stain kicked that penalty to sink Lions Hearts in the second test. This is his uh, second run at the Lions tour actually for South Africa. So that's quite, but uh, I mean, looking at that squad, this is going to be the Lions first test where they will actually play their first test in Cape Town. So tomorrow night is going to be a real it's it's going to be a real test 
a real challenge. I'd just like to take this time to um, have an appreciation post, if it, if it were, for Faf de Klerk, because during the 2019 World Cup, he, I think, for me, certainly just became one of my favourite players. He was just such a joy to watch, to be honest. I'm, I'm quite looking forward to seeing him play in this game. If I had to identify one player in particular, it would be Faf de Klerk. Keep an eye. Uh, <laughs> We all we all remember that South African game that they played in the final against England. I've been watching rugby for twenty odd years now, and if someone were to ask me, a, a team played a perfect game, which which team would you say for what game? And I'd say South Africa versus England, the twenty nineteen final, and I'd say Faf de Clark. And the beating heart of everything, just his his bot kicks from the scrum, his passes, his sniping to Ben Youngs to try dominate the scrum was fantastic. Faf de Klerk is the player to watch tomorrow. Mm. England, uh, Italy, and South Africa sinking English hearts since <laughs> twenty nineteen. What a partnership! The Lions are going to be without Finn Russell. That's going to be a big loss for them. Do we think? Picked up an injury in the last match against the Sharks after putting in very decent performances. I think as we previously mentioned, I think as we previously mentioned, Owen Fowles' performance has sort of taken a bit of the worry away from me. I thought Owen Fowles had a really good game. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit earlier. Farrell had a fantastic game in the first game against the Sharks. Uh, Finn Russell, obviously, it's quite a shame. He's got a... I think it was a tear in his ligament and he's uh, walking around in a boot right now, which is obviously a shame. But uh, with Owen Farrell coming into the mix, playing a little bit more of 10 rather than 12, I think that uh, gives everyone a little bit of reassurance. And obviously, with that small injury, Warren Gatland called up the one and only Marcus Smith to the squad. Mm, to Stephen, you are now about to wax lyrical about, I suspect. Oh... Uh... <laughs> Of course I am. Yes. <laughs> uh, Marcus Smith, funnily enough, has only got two test appearances for England and they have only happened in the last two weeks. Eddie Jones uh, did not pick him. Uh, what can I say about Marcus Smith? What what can he do? He can score tries, he can kick. He's a fantastic young talent playing for Harlequins. He was part of that Harlequin squad who beat the Exeter Chiefs. Uh, without a head coach for most of the season, he, he's just a fantastic 10. And uh, he may only get to play a game or two for the Lions, but uh, I mean, a Finn Russell can't make it for the Test Series, unfortunately for him. Marcus Smith may be put on the bench as sort of an impact player. Uh, coming off the bench to finish off the game against South Africa. Who knows? But he's some talent. Can't wait to see him. Mm, I certainly will be one to watch to, uh, in the games against South Africa and this week, this week specifically, the one against South Africa. Mm-hmm. Hey. But obviously, you know, there's been a bit of controversy about Marcus Smith being picked. One of the reasons is that Johnny Sexton and George Ford have both been overlooked once again. You think that's a mistake from Warren Gatland, or do you think he's got it spot on there? Um, I think he's got it spot on. Johnny Sexton had two fantastic tours. Um, 
he's obviously sort of at an age what do you say, 36, 37 now. I think getting a new energetic fly half into the mix is fantastic to set up Mark Smith's career. But um, George Ford, um, England player, fly half. Um, no, I think I think Warren Gatlin uh, went for the exciting choice, but the correct choice. Mm. And speaking of other choices that Warren Gatland has to make, he has reportedly said that he will decide tomorrow if Alan Wynne-Jones can rejoin the squad after the original man who was named captain of the Lions suffered an injury. He has apparently begun training again. That will be a big, a big win to have him back for the test against South Africa, a man of his experience and his leadership qualities on that field. Initially he was our captain, and now he is our comeback king. That's, uh, <laughs> that's hard for him. I, I'm so delighted for him, to be honest. I think a lot of people, even if you don't follow the Lions, it's just such a shame someone of his age and his ability to be injured so early. What was it, six minutes, I believe, in the first game? Within the opening ten anyway. And then I think a lot of people at the time said, oh, do you know, we'll be able to come through it, we'll be able to get back on the pitch, you will be able to play at some point. It didn't look that way. And the fact he's rejoining with the squad is excellent. You know, I, I don't know how much he's actually going to feature on the pitch, but to have somebody of his leadership, his quality, his ability, just around the squad is fantastic. You know, there's the famous saying of you can't buy experience and you can't bring that sort of experience in with ease. And to have somebody of him around these players, you know, young players like Zamet, who he's played with for Wales as well in the past, I think it would just be absolutely massive just to have another voice in the dressing room, to be honest. Yeah, it's fantastic to get Alan Wooden-Jones back. I mean, he's sort of been Sam Warburton's right-hand man for Wales and the Lions, but um, he's captained the Lions in one-off games uh, beforehand. But for him to get his own sort of captain of a tour, it'd be fantastic to get him back. Um, obviously, a shame for Connor Murray. He's supposed to probably pay, play nine, but he hasn't played that much uh, on this tour so far. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see on the Alan Wynne jones front. And we have the, the team sheet for the Lions for South Africa A on Wednesday night. We have Anthony Watson, Lewis Reed-Zamet, Chris Harris, Bundiake, Josh Adams, Dan Bigger, Connor Murray, Wynne Jones, Ken Owens, Kyle Sinclair, Maro Itoji, Ian Henderson, Josh Navidi, Tom Curry and Tailupe Filatau with the replacements being Cowan Dickey, Maku Vunapola, Xander Fagerson, Beard, Bernie, Simmons, Davies and Elliot Daly to round off the bench for the Lions there. So what do we think of that starting 11? I think that, uh, starting 15 rather. Still got you still, still in Euros fever. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think of that? Yeah, it's a good squad. It's a mix. It's uh, a mix of experience and lots of youth. What the player to sort of uh, watch is obviously Anthony Watson at fifteen. Uh, we haven't seen him play fifteen in quite some time, actually, for either England or the Lions on this tour. Uh, he got two tries against the Sharks, which was his sort of second outing for the Lions in this tour, but it'll be interesting to see what he can play at 15. And uh, Stuart's going to tell you how much he loves Reese Zamet playing at 14. 
<laughs> I think we'll take this opportunity and call it the Zamet section. It doesn't really work, does it? Um, I'll take yeah, a I, I've, I've made no secrets that he's turned into one of my favourite players, to be honest. But definitely my favourite non-Scottish player within the team. I think he's just such an excitement to watch, to be honest. And yeah, I think this will be another performance. I believe he's got 10 points since first two two appearances for the line so far, which is pretty good. And I don't really know what else I can say on him that I haven't already previously mentioned. I would just I would just say he's a one to watch in this game. Just just keep your eye on him down that flank. Yep. Uh, Louis Ruizama obviously plays at 14. We've also got Chris Harris, who we talked about, Bundyaki. Um, it's good to see them getting a pair in, in midfield. Will Warren Gatlin pair them together? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's something that is still to be answered. But obviously, Josh Adams is playing at 11, uh, and I've lost count of how many tries he's scored. But I know it's a lot. I think that must be oh, around about eight or nine tries he scored now. Uh, yeah, Josh Adams scored four tries in the first game against the Sigma Lions there, so he's he's certainly coming good as one one of the players of the tournament. Yeah, he really is. It's fantastic to see someone score that amount of tries for the Lions. He obviously made a bit of a makeshift fifteen in the Sharks game, uh, so it's good to see him back. Uh, well, I mean, and with this amount of success. Um, a sort of the start of a tour we saw him as sort of on the outskirts of a test team but with so many replacements and with so many uncertainties with coronavirus he could make the test series squad um mm. which i mean if you said that to me at the start uh, i'd be really surprised but he really has really shone and broken through so uh, we'll just have to wait and see dan bigger obviously playing at 10 very good performances of the last few games. Obviously, it's a shame for Russell, but I think this uh, solidifies Dan Bigger's um, place for the number 10 jersey against South Africa in the Test Series. And we'll hopefully see Russell closer for time. And then uh, our captain at the moment, Connor Murray, is playing at nine. Mm. So that brings us just to the final formality of this episode. Gentlemen, your predictions, please. Are you ready for this one? Uh, it's not a multiple of seven. It's not a multiple it's of seven. It's not a multiple Hold of seven. Hold the front door, people. Struan's going to give me a score that's not a multiple of seven. <laughs> can, we, uh, can, we, can we just get that drum roll added in? Oh. Uh, 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 31-28, very close encounter. To, to the Lions, to the Lions, to the British and Irish Lions. I think... It will be, oh, this is a hard one, uh, 27 Lions, 25 South Africa. Ooh. I think it's going to be a close one. I think I think certainly it's going to be a very close one. And would you look at that, only, only one of them is a multiple of seven there. I, I was going to say, I should have stated that the Lions score wasn't, but the second <laughs> one was. I should have made multiple that point that one of them wasn't. Seven. Well, we do like to keep up a good tradition here. Thank you very much for listening and we hope you enjoy the game and we hope you have as many multiples of seven as you like. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.